Mexico. On these fake leather couches. Yeah, it sunk in kind of quick, so I don't know. Get real far, real deep in the couch, like. Yeah, well, that's like, uh, that's how it is in the dungeon. I mean, I'm surprised you even have couches. They're, they're actually booby traps in this couch. Yeah. It but they're not you, for you. It takes you down to the swamp, yeah, for your business transactions. I don't have any business transactions. <laughs> yeah, not yet. <laughs> You're still young in the game. All right, jabronis, we're back. As you can see, we're on the road. We've got special guest, the creature in town. When I say in town, I mean we're in your place. That's we're in right. the new dungeon. In the new town. Yeah. So uh, thanks for thanks for hosting. Happy to be back week. on. It's been been like what six months since the Syracuse trip, and yeah, actually probably a little no, bit more. No, it's been more than that. Yeah. That was been like a year. Yeah. Yeah, and then before that was. Was the Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving episode? How you doing? Yeah, and then the Virginia Beach trenches of warfare. Yeah, yeah. So live from war. <laughs> I tell you, I barely made out alive. I know you're thank a real American you, hero. Thank you for your service. No, thank you. Yeah, but appreciate you. Uh, you let me set up shop here, and again, the new dungeon. And um, I mean, you got it pretty well set up already. It's you got couches. <laughs> you got That's coffee the table. Bar. You got a place to sit. You got a mattress. Yeah, only one though. Yeah, I mean, I thought. Don't we, ask. I thought we were going to be, you know, sitting on swamp mud heaps or something, yeah. whatever you guys do in Dungeon Land. Yeah, I, I thought about getting uh, barrel chairs, which are just barrels that you sit on. Which <laughs> are just barrels. <laughs> but, yeah, no, nice I set too. up pretty good. Uh, I'm glad to be back on the show. These are always a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm very excited to do this, and we've had a good week. Uh, we've been I've been here for like almost a full week now. A full week, well, including the road including trip. Including the road trip. Yeah, yeah, we started out with the road trip from the real swamp in Florida mm-hmm. and came over here to, to, to H town, Houston, Texas. So yeah. um, that was pretty cool. Um, I wish I took more pictures and like videos, mm, but I'm also really I'm not guy. mad about it either. Yeah. Yeah. Don't want any of the evidence of the new Orleans shenanigans and yeah, what have you. Sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I um, can't stop thinking about new Orleans girl. Yeah. I don't know if you should bring No, you know, go ahead, bring it up. Let's see what the fans <laughs> think. You get some feedback. You know, I had some, you know, words about that situation, but there's always, yeah. you know, what the, what the people think. So there was this gal. All right, well, let's set the stage here a little bit. Mm-hmm. We were in New Orleans. We took a stop. We went to Bourbon Street, as you do in New Orleans. First, we had... I was going to say. First, if we're going to rewind a little bit back. Yeah. Boop, boop. <laughs> beep, beep, beep. <laughs> so we're in New Orleans. We do... The first thing we did was the sort of like the Nick Cage... Uh, celebrity tour, if you will, treasure hunt, if you That's will. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and I will. And we f- we saw the mansion that he used to own, the haunted mansion, mm-hmm. and then we trekked it over to the cemetery where he bought his tomb, mm-hmm. his pyramid tomb. And um, I'll pop the pictures up on my Instagrams to show you guys. Uh, and maybe I'll do a future treasure hunt after you guys forget all about this, and we can kind of go from there. But that was exciting. Like that, after we saw that, I was pretty much good to go for the trip. And one thing I want to bring up about that uh, part of the story is the Nick Cage tomb has a wall, three hundred sixty degrees around the entire cemetery. Yeah, it's a cement wall. Yeah, you can't get in uh, unless you're I don't know have an appointment or something to see a loved one. Uh, so you obviously wanted to take a picture of the Nick Cage tomb. So it took us a while to find the, where like the tomb was located. You kind of just like like. Pulled up o- over the wall. I peeked over. I did like a ziggy nose over the over the wall kind of how right. you doing. 
So a- after like, I don't know, 10 minutes of doing this, you finally find where Nick Cage's tomb was. Right. And you obviously wanted to take a picture of the Great One's tomb. Yes. And that's when you made sort right. of the ultimate That's what sac- I wanted to get the to. the ultimate I, I wanted to bring sacrifice. that Because in order for you to take the picture, you had to have hands free. You couldn't do the chin up and snap a picture at the t- same time. Right. So I had to give you the old school boost. Yeah, touching, touching the bottoms of your shoe, which, you know, for a feet guy, obviously that's terrorizing for you, but bottoms but of the shoes germ are, guy. is <laughs> disgusting. But, and look into the camera when you say this, did I hesitate? No. <laughs> I will look right in the camera. Zero hesitation. In fact, I almost said, What's, we're just not going to yeah. do it. And I said, no, you're doing it. Yeah, I, I, could, I, almost, I couldn't let you do it initially. Right. But you were... And then I right cut my there. hands off because it was fucking disgusting. Right, and then you had a. I mean, especially hands. like walking through the streets. Of we New walked Orleans, through Bourbon Street, which is nothing to get but there. like urine, and I don't even. I just. I, ho- I hope yeah. that was I hope urine. It was just urine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. It was disgusting to yeah. say the least. But we got the picture. We hoisted. Mm-hmm. That was good for me. But mm-hmm. then we went to Bourbon Street for for the you know the night festivities. Right. And it was an off weekend. It was there was nothing special going. on. I guess Memorial Day weekend. When we yeah, went. I mean, it was um, well, we were there Saturday night, so there was still. I mean, was, I've been there twice now. That was the second time, and I I told you when we were there that was like three hundred percent more than the first time I went. I couldn't believe how many people were there. So if it gets crazier than that, I mean, that's just it's ridiculous. It does. Um, I've been there for Halloween and for Mardi Gras, and this damn wire here. <laughs> Mardi Gras, it was so crowded that it's just a wave of people. Mm-hmm. And you just move with the wave. There's like two currents, uh-huh. and they're I guess they're polite about it. The right side goes one way, and obviously the other the left side goes the other way on the current. Mm-hmm. So when you get out of a bar, you have to you just have to decide like I got I'm, I'm obviously got to go this yeah, way. Yeah, it's and you like just, a, a riptide of drunk, horny people. Yes, and you just jump in, mm-hmm. and it's through booze and titties and skin and muffin tops and what have you and you're just moving all along and then when you see something like a place you want to stop at again you just kind of like swim parallel to the swim, yeah you <laughs> hop out you see you, re- you revert back to your training That's and right. you get out of there mm-hmm. um and then g- again good luck trying to cross the street oh yeah. you have to do like a you have to follow one current a quick frogger hop to the next current. Like, you got to go past the bar you want to go to, mm-hmm. hop currents, and slide down to the bar you want to go to to get in there. Yeah. And in the middle of all that, there's a, a bunch of cheese dicks actually trying to drive through there. I couldn't I couldn't believe that. Yeah, like, I don't know why. they. I, mean, I guess, bec- like, during Mardi Gras, they close that all off. Yeah. But I guess for this, they're just like, Driving good through luck. hordes of people. And- yeah. I don't know what they were thinking. I don't yeah. know how people, more people don't get hit by cars. Yeah. But we didn't see any of that, so that was kind of disappointing. That's about but the only thing we didn't see. Yeah, we saw pretty much everything else. Yeah, I saw boobies, peepees, <laughs> wee wees, everything. Um, the uh, the the boobs to peepee ratio, not what you want. <laughs> no, not that weekend. Uh, we were expecting a little, a little more boob. <laughs> I guess you could say. Uh, but not that there's anything wrong with there's peepees. There's definitely nothing wrong with that. But absolutely nothing. So we stop in this bar, and it's. We stopped there because it's it's not crowded. Every other bar was just loaded with people. It was loud. There's live music going on. It was cool and all, but yeah. we wanted a place to kind of uh, 
what is the post up, yeah, if you yeah, will. Yeah, you're right. Get some drinks, hydrate. That was the plan. We were gonna get our drinks there, then go do our thing and come back and get some drinks there. Rather than fight right. the horde of of people at some other bar, that was like the place to drink up, do your thing, come back, drink up again. Right. And so this place was perfect for that because it was sort of right in the middle of everything. Mm-hmm. And then it wasn't that crowded. Mm-hmm. So we pu- we pull in. We're at the bar getting a drink. And to the left of me, there is a bachelorette party, which was, I mean, that was a dime a dozen that night. That, that yeah. night. There was, they were all over the place. But mm-hmm. they had their whole squad shirts. Mm-hmm. And then the bride had a different color shirt because she's special and it's her whatever. And there's this gal... And she's in the corner, and I, I don't want to I don't want to over describe her, so I'm just gonna call her in like a brunette gal. I'll describe her. I mean, yeah. she was a gorgeous, you know, just a very attractive young woman. Yes. So she's she's given the eyes in our direction, mm-hmm. and I'm not talking like regular scanning a bar. Yeah, she didn't make eye contact. Right. She was she was locking in, and she was smiling. And at first, I was like, "This is." Uh, act like incidental contact, if you will. She was doing a scan or smiling at her friends and her eyeballs kind of travel in, in our direction. Mm-hmm. Then she did it again, and I was like, well, there must be a, a like a hunky guy to the <laughs> next to us. So I turn to the right, and there's nobody. It's just us two. Mm-hmm. So then I was just like, ah, oh, she's probably just staring at ghosts. Like yeah. She's drunk. This place is pretty haunted. It's haunted, Mardi Gras, uh-huh. all the voodoo shit. And I was like, all right, whatever, ghost. And then she kept doing it. Mm-hmm. And then she moved closer, uh, hanging out with her friends, but she moved around the corner of the bar she was closer making to moves, us. Yeah. And she kept doing it. And we kept locking eyes, and we both kept like actively smiling at each other. Just to be clear for the uh, audience here, when you say us, you mean you, not me. When you say she was locking eyes with us, she wasn't locking eyes like with the two of us. It, she was looking at you. I guess so. No, not you guess so. That's what happened. <laughs> All right. I mean, again, we were right next to each other, so I'm trying to give the benefit of the doubt here. Mm. It could have very well have been you. No. You're a pretty strapping fellow. No, well. it was you. All right. Well, anyway, she was doing that, actively smiling back and forth, and then I just I made a decision of this is a, you know, We'll be outside walking around. I'll see her, and I'll talk to her then. Like that's a terrible strategy. It was. It couldn't have been worse. Yeah. And I, there was no excuse. I wasn't drunk. No, I mean uh, we had just gotten there. Yeah. Right. There was. I wasn't drunk at all that night. Mm-hmm. We had a few. Right. You know, we threw a few down, but yeah, we had to drive the next day another six hours, so it was very much. Yeah, it was a mellow like night for yeah. for Marty. You know, for uh, Bourbon mm-hmm. Street anyway. Right. And. I mean, we must have walked around the rest of the night for a couple hours, back and forth to different bars, special interest establishments maybe. Mm -hmm. Didn't see her again. Yeah. Didn't see her again. And she was gorgeous. Oh, yeah. She was very, very... She was tight like a tiger. And I can't stop thinking about that that regretful non-move. Yeah. I'm thinking, I'm thinking about it right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're going to ruin the episode. Just cut the camera. Yeah, we're yeah, done yeah, here. Yeah. I can't stop thinking about yeah, yeah, yeah. what well, a bo- here, All I had to do was say hi. I know that the LPDS audience is probably going to give you shit. And probably, As they should. Yeah, but you know what? I deserve it. I say she's the pre-girl, okay? You, you, you have this regret. You're feeling it. So that the next time you're at a bar and you see somebody equally as striking, maybe even more so, you're going to remember this, and you're going to say, I'm not going to let that happen again. And that's going and to be the girl. you think that's going to be the girl? That's the girl. This girl is... This the girl ha- before the girl? Yeah, this had to happen this way, because otherwise, you might do the same thing for the girl. 
This isn't this isn't the girl. Trust me. She's not. I hope not. She's not. I did everything I could to try to make her the girl. Yeah. I mean, you did after, fuck up. After the fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After that absolute blunder. Tell him what you did. Maybe you shouldn't tell him what you did for the next six hours on the road trip. Oh, yeah. I don't mind telling you. <laughs> I mean, we did an extensive dating app hunt, if you will, right. a recon mission yeah. search for this for this you girl. were praying that she was on one of these dating apps right and you were just banging left swipe because you didn't care unless it, it wasn't was her. about that yeah it right. was you're just we were adjusting her. um location settings mm-hmm. appropriately yeah you were you were still in like uh travel mode or whatever so you're, right. you're honed in on new orleans and you were just yeah, it doesn't I, matter I if margot set, robbie's on there you're swiping left until you can find this girl right and the problem was we had no intel to go off of right and Nothing. that and in, in the military, when you're taking out the trash... It's tough you, to do it that You way. do not conduct an operation on you no intel. intel. You have to You got to have yeah, intel. Yeah. We were going off of what we remember she looked she like. She wore a pink shirt that said <laughs> squat up. That's yes. it. That's all we got. And she was good looking. Yeah. And that was it. Mm-hmm. So I'm feverishly swiping. Mm-hmm. Like I might as well have hooked up a hot dog to a drill and just had the <laughs> swipage on yeah. that thing because I was looking all over mm-hmm. and it was... It was almost almost a whole drive. Yeah, from New I mean, it was, it was six hours. Like I don't even think we talked. I no. think I just drove, and every time I looked over, you're there. You're just bang bang and bang I'm, bang and bang. And I'm motherfucking myself. Yeah, for the, I think you punched my dashboard a couple times. I did, yeah, but I didn't. I didn't want to punch too hard. I wanted yeah, to get the airbag. Anyways, <laughs> hey, it got us where we needed to go. Yeah. But needless to say. Uh, you know, I didn't you know what? Don't read the comments of this video. <laughs> people are gonna be talking shit. Fuck them. You know what I mean? You you did right. You'll be fine. So I'm telling that, you. Does that mean you're gonna be talking shit because you're the only one who comments? I. <laughs> well, don't I, answer that. You know what? <laughs> don't don't answer that. But yeah, I I need the shit talk. I need the feedback to get better so that I don't make the same mistake again. Yeah. Uh, you won't. You won't because you remember this feeling. You know how it is. Can't get out of my head. I know, but you're going to, I'm telling you, listen, you're going to be sitting in a bar a week from now and somebody's going to walk in and you're not even going to remember old brunette squat up dancing, sure doing all sorts not. of, I mean, I, now I'm all flustered. I know. An elephant never forgets. <laughs> yeah. And I have, you have the trunk to prove it. Yes. So, uh, we'll see what happens. Uh-huh. But, uh, anyway, where the hell are we here? Uh, why don't we just step into the cage and get this thing going? Do it. And, uh, go, go from there. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, let's run. Reading it from the computer here. All right. Today's Into the Cage segment is proudly sponsored by Bum Boosters Consulting Firm. There's nothing more depressing as a bum than pedaling in front of the local 7-Eleven only to go back to your tent with barely enough change to buy a Jack Daniels nip to keep you warm. Well, with Bum Boosters, there's hope for all you bums out there. You see... Bum Boosters provides consulting tips to improve your pedaling game, make you more approachable, and guarantee an increase in your income within days. With tips like sleeping in a pine tree instead of a garbage heap so you smell better, and... (laughs) Follow me, fellas. (laughs) And playing (laughs) drums... Playing drums on a bucket with a stick to show talent. Bumbusters offers it all. So to lock in your first consultation today, hold up a sign that says, 
Help me bump busters, and a representative will fine you and only take a 2.9% commission on your weekly earnings. <laughs> that that might have been the most difficult read you've ever oh, had. Oh, yeah, and I'm not going, that's it, that's oh, the read. Oh, yeah, I mean. That's the read. I think the alliteration of bump busters is what was killing me. <laughs> that's nice of them, though, you know, they don't. You know, they don't require a call-in or anything because, you know, they don't have phones. Well, that, they have to accommodate. Yeah, and yeah. they're not offering – it's it's not so much, a uh, like, uh, a fee as much as it is, like, a bit of a commission. It's like yeah, commission. Yeah, yeah. And 2.9% on $10. Yeah, you won't even notice. $2. Yeah, $2. I mean, sleeping in a pine tree is ingenuity at its finest. I mean, can't get any better than that. I mean, you could. It could be in a house. But, but, but maybe, I guess the theory is the <laughs> – the busters will help you help yeah. you get there if you're if you're increasing your income you know streams the housing market's kind of high right now it's it's not a good time to be buying anyway no but you can at least buy you know a, maybe a nicer tent from dicks or academy oh, or yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that one that has a zipper that you can yeah you can lock and keep safe if yeah. you will mm-hmm. so all your valuables um, Right, so thanks to bum busters all right the cage fact today again I'm on the computer here so he's doing interviews we all know he's he's been on the the circuit, the junkets, if you will, for the his most recent movie that came out about a month or so ago, mm-hmm. um, Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. I saw it. Unbelievable. Unbelievable, movie. right? Yeah. I, I, I texted you as soon as I saw it. Unbiased, top 10 movie of all time. Nick Cage's best movie without a doubt. I think it is too, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's quickly rising to my favorite Cage movie, and I, yeah. it's tough for me to make a decision on that too. No, it, so. is, it is a work of art, and yeah. I'm a movie guy. Right. I love movies. And, and you're not beholden to Nick no, Cage. No, no, like I said, I'll, I'll say it's top 10, but man, he, he, it's, it's his best movie for sure. Yeah, definitely. So um, in one of the interviews, they asked him, um, what's a movie that he can he can watch over and over again and never be tired of it, like one, like a rewatchable. Mm-hmm. Anytime it's on the TV, you're watching it. We all have those movies. There's a bunch of them, mm-hmm. um, but for for Cage in particular, he picked he picked, but he said um, Apocalypse Now. Ooh. Uh, he picked a couple other ones. It's like they're they're also good that he can rewatch. But Apocalypse Now was his mm-hmm. was his go to, um, and that's a great movie. It's a great movie. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember when that came out, but. Oof. Good flick. Yeah, Martin Sheen was still a young fella in that in that movie. Yeah, he was, and Marlon Brando was not crazy already. Yes. Yeah. Fat and yeah. they had to change the like the script and the movie around to adjust for his fatness and yeah. the fact that he was just a disheveled mess. Yeah. Um, and I guess that's what you do with the Godfather. Yeah, you so gotta you gotta accommodate. You gotta him. accommodate. Yeah, but that's they, where Do- the Island of Doctor Monroe. I, I forget. I'm butchering that. I'm sure Nikki Sticks could probably correct me I'll on probably that. Probably get mad now. Yeah. <laughs> There, that is a famous movie where Marlon Brando went off the deep end, but I had to watch that one. Yeah, it's, it's weird. It. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Good for him. So, um, but that's it. That's a cage fact. So, yeah. just flip it right into the junction. Yeah. Um, Actually, before we do that, I wanted to uh, bring up. I was listening to a podcast. It's not one I listen to regularly. Uh, it's the Rotten Tomatoes podcast. Oh but, yeah. But they were just specifically talking about Nick Cage, so I had to, to listen, and they were talking about. Uh, you know, does he get a fair shake? Because everybody outside of the LPDS world kind of has this, you know, opinion on him. We're not even yeah. going to talk about it. No, no. Because no. we know it's stupid. Uh, but so they, they go back and they uh, watch his movies and they kind of talk about, okay, this one got a 33%. Was that fair? Things like that. I'm not going to regurgitate the whole episode, but I wanted to give one soundbite that I thought yeah. you'd probably find interesting. One of the critics said that, Nick Cage can do Leonardo DiCaprio anytime he wants, 
but Leonardo DiCaprio could never do Nick Cage. I'm like, you got it. That's yeah. Who is that guy? <laughs> Was it me? <laughs> it could have been. You I know. mean, that's an incredible yeah. one. That is. Yeah, they were just talking about like his skill set and his range and his ability to do serious movies, his ability to do action flicks, his his ability to do you know crazy flicks like Vampire's Kiss and stuff like that. And it's just like he's got it all. Yeah. Well, there's a reason why too. Uh, the movie he he starred in the movie the most recent movie Mess of Talent mm-hmm. as himself because even the writers were like who else is no one do else it? could play that role yeah you can't have name an actor who would even be able to compete and try oh, to do that yeah. I can't think of one Mm-mm. Travolta no only because he he tried to do it before yeah and we had a whole conversation on uh, a previous episode of the Face Off review. Mm-hmm. Just phenomenal, phenomenal episode. That's great. Um, Travolta tried to, but he still played. He was still Travolta, right? Trying to be an un, you know, an unactable uh, yeah guy. I, 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 like I don't to know think, how to say that, yeah, but yeah. yeah, I like to think that was Travolta's most fun he's ever shot in a movie. Is just all right, beating Nick Cage as a villain. Yeah, okay. He he had a he looked like he had a pretty good time oh, in Greece. I mean, yeah. Too, so yeah, this is pretty good too. Yeah. I've always had a crush on uh, what's her name again? Sandy. That's it. What's her real name? Uh, Olivia Newton-John. That's it. You got it. it. Done. I've always had a crush on her. Yeah, she was fine. Yeah, especially at the sing. end. There. That gives you a couple points already. Yeah, and then at the end when she got the wild hair, mm-hmm. she was pumping heaters and. Yep. Whew. Yeah, that yeah. was good. And she was making like wimpy simp Travolta. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. sweat through that cardigan that he was wearing. <laughs> <laughs> um, Electrifying. Yeah, but. I don't really have a, I don't really have a topic. Yeah, I, um, we, we we decided that we're gonna just roll the cameras and talk about whatever. I did want to yeah. talk about one thing. Yeah, and we don't have to spend a lot of time on it. We can talk about whatever. But one thing I did want to talk about, you know, uh, I know um, among a millions of fans across the world, every Saturday night it's eleven fifty nine and fifty five seconds. Everybody's asking where's LPDS, but nobody's really asking how's LPDS. So I think we should talk about a little about LP, LPDS for a little bit. Well, you want, I mean, besides how I feel about the whole New Orleans situation. Yeah, I mean, it's not how Labretti is feeling. I'm talking about, like, with the podcast and stuff, like how you feel about it and, you know, where, how it's going. Well, I appreciate the, uh, the thought. Um, I feel great about it. Mm-hmm. And this is, like, I'm not saying I feel great about it because it's, oh, this is going to the moon or whatever. I feel great about it because I'm, I'm doing something fun. Right, you did what you set out to do. Exactly, and I'm still get to do that. It's mm-hmm. not like I checked the box and now I can I can end it. Mm-hmm. Like I I started doing this for a couple of reasons to be able to better think on my feet and right. present information mm-hmm. in a coherent way, maybe entertaining way, funny way, what have you. Mm-hmm. Uh, to be able to uh, get feedback from people and try to incorporate that in my daily life as well as not just for the for the podcast, but for my real life too. Mm-hmm. And then learn about like the tech side of things, right. which I'm st- clearly I'm still learning. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't have it all figured out, not nearly as much, but it's a, like, it's something I look forward to doing every week. Right. So I got everything I want out of it and more. Mm-hmm. Like I don't come home from work and think, Oh crap. Now I got to think of a topic and record sure. and this and that it's, Oh crap! I have to go to work instead of just working on something like this all, yeah. all day long. Well, I mean, you're what was this 106, 107? Oh, this is gonna be like 111. Holy crap! Yeah, yeah so 111. That's 111 weeks. You know, you're going strong. Obviously, you know, if this was on a 
you know, a whim or whatever, you you, you tossed it aside by now. Yeah. I, it took me two weeks to toss bullpen GM, so. Well, let's be fair here. And we, we discussed this previously. You didn't, I mean, you got yeah, but I didn't. I the didn't. man came after you pretty yeah, hardcore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I still, you know, I didn't have the commitment that you have the LPDS. So I definitely see how you're doing, and I respect it. Uh, I will say one thing: if I ever had a criticism LPDS, it's Give this. It. So you're a piece. Of- <laughs> just everything. Yeah. Uh, no. So uh, whenever you do an Instagram post, you always hashtag Barstool. Yeah. Uh, whatever. I don't. I'm not as familiar with it as you are. Uh, you've mentioned many times throughout the podcast, Portnoy, uh, the guy who runs uh, Barstool. Which, yeah. by the way, every time you say Portnoy, I think of Jack Black's character. Jack Black, yeah, yeah. Doing the farts. <laughs> what was that movie he made, The Fat Heads or something like that? Uh, yeah, something like yeah. that. <laughs> uh, so, you know, one of the best things about running a podcast or a YouTube channel or anything like that is there's no velvet rope. There's no gatekeeper Literally any fucking asshole, probably in the last 30 seconds, there's been at least a dozen of them that have created YouTube channels and like, you don't need to get an in. You don't need, if, if I was a real friend, I would say something right now that would burn all your bridges with Barstool, giving you no option of ever working with them because you don't fucking need them. LPDS is great. It's all about content and hustling. And I think you got both. So fuck those other guys. Like I said, there's no gatekeeper here. Anybody can do this. You just got to have the content. Yeah, no, I appreciate that too. And you're right. I absolutely don't need them. I, I just like talking. Like I like, I love that company. Mm-hmm. I mean, people are probably gonna dog on that because they're a controversial company. Yeah. Um, but I like that atmosphere. If I had to continue working, like, obviously I have to continue working. But if I can, pick, if I had to pick a job, because I'm clearly not making money on this on my own. Well, that's not true. I'm not making real, real, you know, taxable income. You made real money. Yeah, I made some money because of the, uh, uh, the Anchor FM uh, sponsor reads on the on the Apple. If you're listening on iTunes, do you get to choose? Are you like married to Anchor, or are you allowed to mix it up before the show starts? As far as what the the ad ad that you have? No, that's so the way it works is, and this is like not a secret of the trade or anything that Anchor's trying to hold. Uh Um. Because I because they they host my uh, podcast feed the RSS feed they call it mm-hmm. which again I don't I don't even remember what the acronym means um, they host it for free and then they have this option on this on their site that says like hey as you get listeners and viewership and we start you know using our algorithm to figure out what you're talking about um, we'll start suggesting sponsors uh, that you know you can read with and they offer their own little like very small time sponsor contracts. Okay. So it's not like a Barstool or Rogan where they're coming up with big deals of like, you know, Cheerios. Yeah. It's better than dog shit. Right. (laughs) (laughs) It will pay you a hundred thousand dollars to do our, you know, to sponsor whatever it's, they offer some, some stuff and then, um, then you can, you can mix them in. You can pick, you know, all of them, none of them, if you want, whatever. And Mm -hmm. then they have things like, uh, for every thousand views or listens, you will you know you'll get fifteen dollars. Okay. Because my viewership is what it is, I only Anchor is the only one that's offering sponsorship opportunities mm-hmm. on on their site. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and, I, and I'm not specifically like reaching out to anybody separately on my own, be like, hey, you want to sponsor this show? Because mm-hmm. again, I'm, that's not why I'm doing it. No, 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 it would be sure. cool and all, but I, I'm, I'm going to focus my effort on other things like more creating content. Yeah, that's, better. You, you got to yeah, stick better with that. content, better mm-hmm. topics, trying to get better for for the right, people. Right, right. So mm-hmm. that's the only one. Yeah. It's on their site. They said, hey, you want to do a sponsor read? It's got to be a minute long. It's got to say these things in it. And then you can pop it up every episode. And it's the same. I haven't updated the read in a while. Yeah. Um, I, I honestly thought you were going to read it. I thought you were just read it outright every episode. No, it's it's pre-recorded. You pre-recorded? Wow. Yeah. And uh, that's it. It's only on the iTunes and Spotify, I think, as well, mm-hmm. if you listen on Spotify. So mm-hmm. I think, again, I've started... I started this what two plus years ago. Yeah, I mean, is it twenty twenty? Was it? Yeah, and it's been on every episode mm-hmm. on iTunes and Spotify, and I think I have forty seven dollars. That's real money. So it is real money, and I haven't I haven't claimed it yet. So mm-hmm. I just keep it in my savings. Yeah, you got to reinvest in the company, you know. Right, right. That's but, what I'm you doing. Know, you got to keep the money in in the in the business. Yeah, yeah, but again. If I wanted to, I can I can exhaustively look for like some co- any company whatsoever that would be willing to do a cheap sponsor, even if it's not for money, right. just for like like give me a hat and I'll and I'll read a sponsor ad for lids or something like right. that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but like the reasons why I'm doing the show. No, no, no you're doing. There's it right. a threshold uh, right now. Um, that I don't that I don't feel I need to cross or want to cross. That's mm-hmm. going to turn it into uh, work, and I enjoy what I'm doing. Right, and it's not for you know the billions of viewers. I would lo- how how awesome would that be if I got that and yeah. we got to you know reap the benefits of that or whatever and and the you know the other stuff that come with it. But yeah, well, we talked um, about it the last time, well, actually the first time, my origin story when we talked about you know my website that I tried to do, yeah. which I'm hardly an expert, but I I do realize now that you have to focus on content creation before you can even think about monetizing it because who's going to buy a piece of shit? Right. So you got to work on the content, which I think I, I enjoy every episode. I'm not just saying that, but, uh, and it's getting better and better every week. Thanks. And this week is probably the best episode. That's it could ever. be a top five yeah, at, least. I, at least. Top, a top five. five. Yeah. I think this is the massive weight of podcasts right now. What we're on of unbearable podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> massive weight of unbearable podcasts. Yeah. Um, but it's, that's, that's why I like doing this so much because, <clears throat> excuse me, because I don't have to worry about any of the, the sort of the back end like bullshit that comes with any job, really. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's sort of sort of like the appeal of a place like a bar stool or a Spotify. And again, I'm not talking like I'm gonna be the next big thing, and I should be with any of these companies You're whatsoever. Um, but if I like hypothetically, if that were the case. Uh, they have a team of people that handle a lot of that stuff. I wouldn't have to go out necessarily looking for my own sponsors mm-hmm. um, or anything like that. I would also potentially have someone help producing it and doing the editing yeah. and things like that. Mm-hmm. But again, there's a give and a take. I yeah, like yeah. going through the editing process and learning uh, so that I can make better videos in the future, mm-hmm. uh, whether it be for, through like an episode or just like a random video, mm-hmm. um, like a montage or, or anything that we do. Yeah. Um, and I, one of the things I do want to get better at is putting more of that stuff out there, mm-hmm. um, whether people like it or not. I again, I enjoy doing it. I think enough people enjoy watching that stuff, right? And and tuning into that, like the little clips and crap. Mm-hmm. Um, so part of the thing I am looking for 
in my future, like next career after the military in the next few months is something that gives me more time. Right. So that I can dedicate to all the things I want to do, spend time with family, friends, travel, and and this. And, and it sounds stupid because no, it it's doesn't. like, like to the outside, to the outside people, like my parents per se. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like when I tell them, like, I want more time to be able to do stuff like woodworking, traveling, the podcast. Uh-huh. And they're like, what do you need more time for the stupid podcast for? It doesn't do anything for you. And it's like, yeah, I mean, technically... It doesn't do anything like monetarily, but it does a lot more for my peace of mind and yeah, my happiness hobby, and yeah. things I enjoy. Uh-huh. So why would you not want to focus your, you know, more of your time towards things you enjoy? Sure. Um, and that's sort of like that's sort of part of like the the big three pillars to begin with, right? Uh, to be kind of a happier person, right? Like again, I say it a billion times to people. I don't know how many times I've said it on here too. Like you're never gonna sp- like you're never gonna be on your deathbed wishing you spent more time at the office right. yeah, working yeah. for the man. Yeah, yeah. Like you're never, you're never going to sit there. And if you are, then you kind of live the sad life in my opinion. Yeah. Maybe I mean, look at happy. me. I, I have no hobbies. I'm wildly unhappy. <laughs> there you go. You're, you have to wear Velcro shoes now. So, so you don't get any ideas with the shoestrings. <laughs> that's right. So, I mean, that's why I wish you got back, excuse me, back into the game. Yeah. Um, because, I think you would enjoy it. Mm-hmm. You're good at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you ha- I mean, I love the blogs. Yeah. You know that. And I was actually going back through, I was doing, um, I was looking through my old Twitter twits, whatever they're called, um, for, I don't know why, I was considering switching my Twitter to from a personal to an LPDS Twitter, uh-huh. even though I never used the damn thing. I only use it to like, Look at Embry Riddle baseball updates. Yeah, that Mosher posts. Mm-hmm. Uh, that the the I don't know what his job is. Stat guy, whatever his stat job guy is, is right. Yeah, it sounds it yeah. sounds too low for what he's doing. I know he's doing no, more. No, no. Mosher's big time. He is big. Also, time. sweetest dude ever. Yeah, he really is a nice guy. Yeah. Um, but so I that's what I, I go on there to check out those you know those updates, and that's about it. I mm-hmm. I haven't posted on Twitter in a long time. But I was looking through to see like, oh, do I have to delete all these? Are they going to make sense with if I switch it over? And when you were doing the blog, that's all I was tweeting about uh-huh. back in like 2011, 2012 that's about time that, yeah. frame. Mm-hmm. That's all I was tweeting for updates. Like, you got to read this shit. It's awesome. It was um, obviously baseball focused. So that's up my wheelhouse. Sure. But it was not It was not that boring like baseball updates that you can just get yeah where you can go espn the whole point was like to take controversial opinions and stuff like that like let me explain why i'm out yeah yeah you know uh, rather than say like oh mike trout's gonna be you know the mvp let's you know let's think outside the box here and think of you know some other things that people don't get from anywhere else yeah right and it was good and it was a fun read Mm -hmm. and i wanted more of it and we talk about it now that there are guys doing this like they have podcasts now. They're on Instagram. They're working for networks because they started by themselves with a blog or a podcast or whatever. Mm-hmm. That if like if you didn't get banned and then if you didn't go to air traffic control, like you were the first. I mean, I didn't see those no. guys, and I don't want to mention any names because I do like. No, I no, yeah, the guy those. that you're talking about is very, very talented. Which yeah, is, he's great. When I look back on it. 
I, I don't know that I had the, the content that he has now. He's really freaking good. So here's the thing with that. That's kind of like it kind of goes into um, have you ever heard of that book, uh, Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell? No. It's a pretty decent book. It's, it's a little bit anecdotal, but he's got a lot of good uh, information on the theory behind the 10,000 hours. Mm-hmm. Of if you do something for ten thousand hours, you're going to become the expert. Yeah, the at proficient. It. Yeah. yeah, one of the examples is um, the Beatles. The like one of the reasons they think that they were just so uh, exponentially above everybody else in that in that era is because when they were nobodies, <laughs> they were taking like trips to Germany, mm-hmm. and there was this one bar that was like an all night bar brothel whatever it was it was some weird thing and it was they just played for eight to ten hours straight a night all through the night uh-huh. so they had a they figured out like um set like how to do set lists uh, better they figured out like their chemistry a lot better so they got to the point where they were just it was second nature they would wake up and just be awesome together right whether they hate liked each other or not because they just played more than anybody else ever even was close to back then. Uh-huh. Um, so if you look at guys now that are doing successful like sports-related podcasts, uh, Yankees, baseball, soccer, whatever it is, you grind it out. They didn't just start like last year, right? Um, so if you think about when you started, I did not give it the the time that it needed. <laughs> well, well, even back then, you started in 2011, 2012. Let's just say you did it, every, you know. You kept doing it until now. Right. That's 10 years. Right. And back so, then, I mean, podcasting wasn't really a big thing. It like, wasn't a thing. Uh, I think at the time, it was... I feel, I feel it was like serial, you know, it was like the podcast everybody listened to. Not and, in 2012, I don't think. I 2010 don't Yeah, maybe frame. not. Maybe I'm getting my th- times mixed up. I think still, if I remember, the first serial podcast came out like maybe 2016. Oh, wow. Um, but... Like Adam Carolla and like one other guy had like a p- actual podcast yep. back then. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of went from there mm-hmm. um, because there wasn't really like a robust platform for it at the time. And there definitely wasn't a whole lot of baseball. Like, definitely. Now not. everybody has now, one. That's what I, that's what, you know, I know uh, several other of our friends say the same thing that we're following along with the blog. Was like you were doing it before everybody, before else, everybody else was doing yeah. it. Then maybe they were doing their own thing. We just didn't see it because mm-hmm. the the, um, the media wasn't you know the vehicles to get that stuff out there weren't as robust. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you were you were doing it before, and then and he got banned. Yeah, and you know one thing led to another, and here I am. Yeah, that's that's my New England girl, or I'm sorry, New Orleans New girl. New Orleans yeah. girl, that's your your big regret. But I still think you should get back into it. And we again, we thought about it. We belabored it the last time we discussed this. Yeah. Um, but even if you don't put anything out, mm-hmm. or you just send it to like your friends for us to listen to, or yeah. whatever, just to try it mm-hmm. and see, like maybe it's maybe it's too much work. Maybe it's actual work, and you're not en- you don't enjoy doing it mm-hmm. or maybe it's the escape you need after work each day keep You're, me from tying those shoelaces <laughs> right instead of sitting here you know reading don't kill myself books they're for a friend right <laughs> i looked you, into them though yeah you can you know you come home and you, you're already looking stats i'm we're sitting here on a you know hours at a time when we're not helping you know set up the apartment and, and 
and getting our steps in and what have you. Right. And what are you doing? You're looking up stats. You're looking up Trey's deals so yep. that you could talk to your old man about it. Mm-hmm. You're doing some uh, occasional swipage, as you should. Not lately. It's been more than occasional. I had to put my phone away just so I didn't get tempted in yeah, the middle well, of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know you do have an addictive personality. but yeah. Yes, I do. But part of that is is the baseball and the sports and yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. And if you can bring that sort of different angle to it, why not? I hate when people are like, oh, there's a million podcasts out there or yeah, a million be blogs. Yeah, yeah. Like, just, you know, you're just wasting your time. You're just going to be like the, everybody else. And it's like, no, maybe. No, or maybe I'm better than them. Yeah, yeah. or maybe not. Mm-hmm. And there's only one way to find out. Yeah. So I'm you know always going to push you. This is not just for me, but also LPDS. Uh, sort of sign anecdote is, uh, and I didn't know this. Do you know who Doja Cat is? The like rapper or whatever? Yes. She's okay. Yeah. Choice. <laughs> so, and I, I I only like glance over this in reading. I don't do a whole lot of research in Doja Cat. I thought you were going to say you don't do a whole lot of reading. I was like, come on, man. Yeah, no, I actually very well read. Uh, so Doja Cat got her start. Uh, she did this very gimmicky song called Moo, I think it was. Mm-hmm. She did a rap song from the point of view of a cow. And how was it? I mean, it was, I believe one of the lyrics were, I don't remember all of them, but I do remember one of the lines was, move bitch, I'm sorry, moo bitch, get out my hay. That was one of the lines. But it was very gimmicky, yeah. and then she went viral, and then she just, now she's Doja Cat, now just she's slamming freaking records. Yeah, and as she doesn't do, and it kind of goes back to sort of the 10,000 hours thing, but if she's not pumping out gimmicky little just like Hail Marys, essentially. Yeah, she was just trying to get her start. Yeah. She didn't just like wake up, do one video only, and now she's a super talent. Right. She had to, like, she's done, she's put the work in. Yeah. Um, same with everybody else. There's, I can't think of very many like successful people in this sort of space that. I can think of one. And you know who it is. And, and f- uh, the wet cat also knows who it is. We won't have to say his name in case he's a eventual sponsor, but you know who it is. Is it your guy? I, I wouldn't say he's my guy. Your prior guy? Yeah. He would never be a sponsor. He fell ass backwards in his success. Yeah. I'm, t- so I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mention it because they'll never Don't sponsor do it. this show. I'm doing it. Don't do it. It's the dugout mugs. Oh, here we go. The dugout mugs is a very successful uh, product. It's the It's the wood bat. Uh, that they turn, they cut the hole into, and it's a mug that you can drink out of. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. I don't like. I don't want to drink out of uh, like a, a wood bat. It's a bat that you. Yeah, it's, it's a novelty, it, mm-hmm. and it's very very popular. Mm-hmm. And um, your friend started it. Well, right, yeah, yeah. it was your friend's and his and his and his his other buddy's idea. Yeah, apparently. yeah, they invented it when they were in school, and yeah, and then he had a. He he became friends with some like actual business savvy individual mm-hmm. who propelled it to massive success. Yeah, it's in commercials on TV. Major league players are actually like in the ads oh, it's everywhere, and stuff. Yeah. It's uh-huh. all over the place. Uh-huh. Um, and he didn't really, you know, the business savvy guy was the guy yeah. to take it to the top. We need a, uh, we need a guy. We need a guy. Yeah. But on the other end, he's doing a different thing. Mm-hmm. He He's trying to create a product, and my product is we me. don't The big yeah. three, we don't need to shit talk or anything like that. Uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I have one. It was a gift. 
You did get that gift from yeah. a, from a dear friend. Yeah, dear dear friend. A dear friend and a bridge burner himself. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, hopefully, he is listening to the show. <laughs> I hope he is too. But yeah, so most people actually are, are working for it, mm-hmm. um, and that's kind of my thing. Is like that's why I want to put more out there because again, it's a pipe dream to think I'm ever going to make it quote unquote make it in this kind of world mm-hmm. um, but it still would be awesome and yeah. there's only one way to do it I'm not going to sit back and just be like someone will discover me like no I'm going to well you don't need to be discovered like I said that's the whole point is there's right. there's no one keeping you out yeah I mean no, the, the, uh, the the what is the the term like the threshold, the gateway to entry, or yeah, there's there's, there's nothing. nothing. Yeah, you can anybody anybody can do, can it. do it. Anybody with a phone mm-hmm. and an internet connection, right? Done. Here we are, and that's that. And it's not even good internet connections. Twenty dollars a it's month. It's promo internet. Yeah, uh, and it's still gonna eventually work. Hopefully. Yeah. Uh, it might take a little while to, to upload, but yeah. we'll make it happen. We'll make it happen. Yeah, but that's about it. But I do like I enjoy making videos and content and stuff. Sometimes it's time consuming though. And it's not, again, it's not one of those things. It's like, Oh, I need to take the weekend to do this video. It's like, Oh, I wish I didn't have to do other shit so I can do this right. on the weekend. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have to like mow the lawn or pack or what, it, you know, drive somewhere. Like I wish I can just focus my time on making these stupid, silly videos that are fun for me. And right. for the people who are, you know, Bud the Bone Crusher was in one. Mm-hmm. We had an awesome time doing I think that. they're fun. I, it I took all it. day uh-huh. to get the filming correct and this and that. I still mess up a bunch of crap. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the like, he went home, and the first thing I did at, at that night was I, I, I scrapped all my plans for whatever I was supposed to do that night. Um, probably just hit the sticks, and I didn't do that. Mm-hmm. And... I started editing and trying to make it look good and this and that. I, I didn't go to bed until like one or two in the morning. Uh-huh. And it was a fun thing for me to do. So yeah. I want to do more of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully, uh, you know, with my next step in my career life, I can find a job where I'll, I have more free time. Yeah. Working for Uncle Sam. It's been great, but... It's time to go. Yeah. You know, the trash is still going to be taken out. Yeah. I mean, they don't need me. Yeah. The, the a machine, lot of sanit- sanitation workers out there. Right. The machine moves on. The, the garbage trucks move on. So yeah. we'll see what happens. But mm-hmm. um, this has been a cool uh, week break for me. And it's been awesome to kind of explore the, the city with you and have a good time. Yeah. So. No, I, I, you know, I've, I've only been here once and it was only for like 36 hours. So it's been nice, you know, uh, kind of getting around town and, checking everything out and having somebody there with me. Otherwise, I'm just the asshole sitting by the bar by himself. Yeah, it is tough. Um, and I've done this several times whenever I have to move. You're I'm solo. Yeah. Uh, so it's tough to – it's you know, it's it's very easy to say, like, oh, I'll just go out to try these new places. There's all so much stuff to do. And then it comes time to do it, and you're like, I'm by myself. Like yeah. Steven Glansberg over here. Right. And I don't want to be the lone guy at the bar or any, any place. Yeah, and before you know it, you're – all seasons deep into Ozark or whatever, and you're just, you know, yeah. I, I'm in a new dungeon. It's just, it just happens to be located somewhere else. Right. And your only friend is like the Grubhub guy. That's right. And it's but like, I'm too cheap to pay for Grubhub. I'll just, you know, drive through. Yeah. yeah or, or walk across the street to the same place every time. Every time. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, hopefully it's been nice for you uh, that we can both get out there. Oh, that was great. Yeah. Get I appreciate the, you. Set the intros. I, I don't even remember. I, th- I feel like I was just talking about, you know, how I'm going to drive to Houston. You're like, I'm, I'm there. I'm going to be there. Yeah, I kind of invited myself. No, I mean, <laughs> there's always an open invitation. Yeah, I mean, I like road trips, mm-hmm. and I also know how shitty it is to move mm-hmm. by yourself. 
And then on top of that, you were you don't have movers. No, well, I don't have stuff. You so. didn't have a lot of stuff, but you also, if you had a, like the military, pays for our move. Right. So you'd probably be more inclined to save some stuff. Right. If you knew you had some movers to move it for you, mm-hmm. with you know that you'd have to pay for. So yeah, I see what you know. I see why you did that. You know, you kept it minimal. Oh, I'm just I'm just a cheap fuck. That's really what it comes down to. Yeah, but you got. I mean, these are nice couches. Yeah, but they were bargain, you know, memorials, you know, thank you for your service. Yeah. Also, thank you for the discount. And I also feel like you kept the tags on us over there so that you can yeah, return them in at case, any given you know, time. That's right. Yeah, but um, I like I said, I like the road trips. I figured it would be a chance to help you out for us to actually hang out again Yeah, in, in person. We've been, you know, online on Xbox hitting the sticks a lot lately, which has been great. Yeah. Uh, but this has been awesome mm-hmm. uh, to be able to go out there. And again... Like you can get out, we can get out there. It's a lot more comfortable to go out to a bar or a restaurant and get a lay of the land right. when you're not solo. Um, and then you can meet people that way. Um, we were talking about it yesterday, like make fr- like make friends with like restaurant workers or bartenders. I know. And stuff I tried like to that. make friends with the uh, bartender from last night. Yeah, I kind of messed that one up. No, nah, you didn't way. really mess it up. Yeah. I, yeah I, so we'll set the stage a little bit. Well, set the stage with. She was my New Orleans girl, and I wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna, you know. Yeah, so I guess you, you took the like, you took the lessons learned, which is again exactly what we try to teach her at the LPDS is like to try to learn and grow. Uh-huh. You took a lesson by my mistake, and again, like I say again all the time, I, I pride myself on being able to teach lessons through my mistakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not trying to make mistakes. But you make them. But I make them. I'm a human being. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a jabroni. <laughs> so if I can te- you know, if I can I can put these stories out there to mm-hmm. help people so they know like, oh well, I know, you know, not to trust people on plenty of fish named Chloe when I'm going on blind dates. And now I know that as well. And now you know not to meet, you know, strange Guys dressed as girls in parking lots. I didn't know that before you told me, but now that you told me, now I know. You do. I know it. Right. So if I can do, if I could teach lessons through my mistakes, I'm going to do that. So you learned that. So I appreciated you doing that, like yeah, learning yeah. that and being like, "There's a bartender here, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm not going to not talk to her. I'm not going to miss this opportunity to at least, you know, make a conversation." Yeah. And and, and I want to clarify, you were not trying to go hit on this person no, no, no. to get their number. Right. You were trying to do what we've been talking about for a long time: is just getting comfortable speaking to strangers, uh-huh. specifically of you know women. Yeah. Well, uh, that's not, you know. <laughs> what? <laughs> Hot women. Yeah. Not for the purpose of dating, but just because we're not. I can't speak for you totally, but like I'm not out there like a Casanova just slinging right. and being able to talk to anybody. Mm-hmm. I got to work up the the energy and the the chutzpah, if you will, yeah. to do it. So I took the long route, so I'm not even a heavy drinker, but I, I think I ordered like seven, so just so I can go up to the bar each time and say something something new. Right, and my mindset. So you bought the first round mm-hmm. as a good pal. And then you went up for another round yourself while I was slow playing mine because right. I'm just a little guy. Uh-huh. And then I wanted to get another drink. So my mind was like, oh, well, now it's time to repay my buddy for buying me a drink. Right. So I was gonna, I was like, hey, I'm going to go get another drink. Uh, do you want anything? You're like, yeah, I guess I'll have another one. And I, in, my, in my head, I was like, oh, wow, you're really putting them down tonight. Why, you know, 
<laughs> All right. And then I was like, okay, I'll go up and get it for you. And you're like, no, I can get it. <laughs> I'll get it. And I was like, why? Like, why were you, you know, I, I couldn't put two and two together. Well, I didn't say it. So there You was... didn't say it, no. But I should have just let you. Yeah. Let me buy it. my own goddamn when you're, drink. Yeah. When you're that aggressive, like yeah. countering me for uh-huh. anything, I'll, usually it's, there's a reason behind it. It's a good reason. Yeah. Uh, and it's because you wanted to go talk to this person. And, and again, you wanted to talk to them just because you wanted to get reps in talking to strangers and right. getting more comfortable talking to people that you normally wouldn't. Right. If I, if, if I describe that incorrectly. No, right. no, no. That's, that's, that's it. You got it. Yeah. So you still did though. I did. Yeah. So, yeah. I'll, I'll let you tell the rest of the story if you want. Well, I mean, I don't really think there's much of the story to tell. Um, yeah, what, am I, what are we missing? She had six kittens. Kids, yeah, kids. we thought she said six kids. And I was like, ooh. And you were like, ooh. Yeah. So. And then you found out it was kittens, and you're like, ooh. And then I was like, ooh. <laughs> yeah, so you started asking her about, uh, she was mentioning earlier that she had to close the bar and then wake up. Yeah, like she's gonna be up to like two and then be up really early. Yeah, and you asked her like, hey, you know, that kind of sucks. Why do you got to do that? And she said, "Well, I made the mistake of fostering six kittens." Uh-huh. And Tony Rigatoni, I mean, he 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 was on it. He took Libretti's soul right out of me and yeah, was yeah. like, "I'll take the wheel, baby." <laughs> yeah. And he and he turned right and he's like, six kids? Did you say?" <laughs> Hi, I'm Tony, <laughs> and he and he slid it on his on his olive oil skin right in there to make a move, and then she's like, "No, no, no, six kittens." And then you couldn't have been. And then out I, and then Tony was gone. Yeah. He's like, "I gotta go somewhere else. I gotta go find a local." <laughs> I gotta find somebody else six kids. Right, I gotta go find a local mom to be a stepdad too. Uh huh. And uh, and then you sw- swooped in for the normal adult conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that was much more needed than anything that Tony could have talked about. <laughs> Uh, but it was a good, it actually, um, it made me not laugh, but it made me smile a little bit because I don't know if we talked about this on our, the last time you were around, like on an episode. Uh, but there is this, this thing we call the manual, um, oh, God. that's yeah. been, that's been passed around uh-huh. if you will. And it's really, it does exactly that. It gets like introverted sort of um, pre-alphas, if you will, uh-huh. uh, un- more comfortable approaching uh, people that they're attracted to. Mm-hmm. Whether, you, you know, whether you're gay, straight, trisexual, bisexual, whatever it is. Trisexual. Um, I, everything's out there now. It's 2022. <laughs> there's, there's everything. You got to leave it all on the table. Okay. So this sort of manual was like some guy back in the day um, wrote this this book that he was peddling essentially mm-hmm. I found a way to get my hands on it for free I don't exactly remember how it was passed down to me um, but it was like this is how you get more confident around women it was specific excuse me it was specifically for guys to talk to women mm-hmm. uh, but it's the concepts can be used for anything yeah it was if you are attracted to somebody this is how you get comfortable approaching them in like a mature effective manner that's going to get you know that's not going to get like a drink thrown in your face or you arrested um or like a a very embarrassing rejection Mm -hmm. um and one of the things that started out with was like just go up and talk to them about something very quick and minor right Uh, and one of the examples that was in the manual was take your watch off and this is again this is older this is back when we're we're not really dealing with a lot of cell phones right and smart, certainly not smartphones. Uh, we're talking 
pre-Razor flip phones and non-flip phones like Nokia's. Um, and he's like, take your watch off. And, and if you see an attractive person, uh, walk up to them and just be like, hey, uh, I left my watch at home. Can you just tell me what time it is? Mm-hmm. And you do something like that. You get your reps in doing that. And then at, then you kind of up your game and, and, and start maybe a, a slightly longer conversation depending on what the situation is. Mm-hmm. And you kind of go from there. So to see you think like that and kind of do that, it was it was like, oh, man, like the manual. Yeah. And maybe it I don't think back, I ever got my hands on the manual. It brought back memories. I think you did. I don't. I don't I mean, I've, if I have it, I didn't read it. I don't. I. I honestly, I don't remember the manual. Well, maybe then we talked about it because it was exactly out of the manual uh-huh. of like you want to you want to get more comfortable around people, talk to people. Yeah, that's all you can do, and you and you can stair step the approach. Right. So, and that's a good lesson for the for the community out there because I know there's a lot of people out there that are. Again, it's not just like how to hit on shit. No, no, and no. Stuff. Yeah, it's, I know we've focused on that a lot, but it's just you know. Making friends, you know, same sex, different sex, whatever, you know, just yeah, business just, relations, things right, like that. Right, being social in a, in a way that um, adds value to your life and maybe their lives as well, mm-hmm. whatever that may be. It yeah. doesn't have to just be dating or doing sex or what have you. It could just be finding people to get along with. Yeah. Uh, and, and we've talked about this before. Like, I like a lot of the people I work with. I got lucky I like most of the people I work with on my team. But like, we spend you know eight to ten to twelve hours a day with each other. Yeah, I don't want to hang out with you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and when you move to a new city, or you're a whack job like me, you're going home to nobody. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know I, why I laughed at that. Because That's it's not funny. Because it's funny. Because it's true. <laughs> like, I go home to my dog, the and the bone crusher lives nearby. Uh-huh. And I had a girlfriend for a while, and then she got smart. And so it's just me and the dog again. Mm-hmm. Um, so you want to have like there's something is there's something to be said about having a good like sm- even if it's a small tight social circle mm-hmm. of people that you can kind of escape the bullshit of the day with. Right. Uh, and you can't do that without talking to people. Yeah. And you can't uh, talk to people if you are you know PBF and paralyzed by fear and right. you can't talk. So you so you got to work up to it. And not only that, but it's not even just like being afraid. Or, sometimes we're just like so in a rush to do everything yeah. i was just having this conversation the other day now obviously we're going back to like the romance or whatever you want to call it but uh, like you know the whole like i'm at a grocery store i reach for a cantaloupe and some hot young you know woman reaches for the same cantaloupe we touch hands cute yeah, yeah sure except that it would be like this is my fucking cantaloupe get the fuck out of here you know what in I mean? real life it's yeah, like yeah. i need this cantaloupe yeah, now. Yeah. yeah i come to the grocery store so i can leave the grocery store i'm not there to make friends right i'm not going to the gym to make friends i'm not doing anything to make friends until you kind of like make it your mindset of of stepping out of your comfort zone or, or taking you're not as busy as you think you are yes that's that's a big thing everyone thinks there's not enough time in the day there is there's plenty of time yeah uh, so I think I think that all kind of comes together in that way, right? Um, and even if slowly changing your mindset of, we'll use the grocery store as an example. You're you know normally you're you're there for a specific thing. I want groceries and I'm out. Right. If you just add something to it instead of refocusing, like I'm you know I'm gonna go talk to people and make friends and and try to hit on chicks or whatever it might be. It's just I'm gonna here to get groceries and if. Someone there is, you know, looks friendly 
or they 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 say something to me, or we do a little meet cute. How you doing? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be open to it. Yeah, if somebody's wearing it. a Yankee hat. Be like, man, that judge is killing it. You know, so it's something as simple like that. Right, know? right. And you just and that's how it's you just that's how it starts. You don't have to go from zero to, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio just slaying mm-hmm. immediately. If we're talking on the dating side of the house, just take one step further than where you are now. Yeah, uh, and that that could be said for anything in life. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to go back real quick because you mentioned like, oh, if, if they're wearing a Yankee hat or whatever. I did get approached by a gentleman um, when I was picking up dinner earlier. Mm-hmm. Earlier, how you doing? Um, and this is this area, kind of like where we're walking around and getting food right now. Mm-hmm. Um, is apparently it's like a. I don't want to say predominantly, but it's the more gay-friendly area. It's, in yeah, Houston. it's like progressive, and it's you know, it's. Um I don't know. It's just you see a lot of, you know, uh, I don't even know how to describe it, but it's it's just, you know, very supportive. I, I think that's the best way to describe it. Yeah, that's it. a good that is a good way to but it's it's not one of those like like gays only kind of part of town where you're gonna get run out of here. It's a very open support. Is that a thing? Uh, Do gays run you out of town? Uh, not me. Uh but a guy, I know. <laughs> I, I don't know, but I, I wanted to, I wanted to kind of make it clear that this is not a, a restrictive area. No, 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 no. no. It's just um, for whatever reason, uh, this seems to be uh, most of the most of the, the spots here, the restaurants and and clubs and bars uh, cater to that, cater to more of that. I guess you could say. I don't like the word. Not cater. Yeah. It's open to it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Predominantly that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got approached by a fella at the taco joint that I was at grabbing food. Um, and he did, and again, I, I tip my cap to him. He did a very similar thing that you just described. He saw me, I was wearing a West Point t-shirt, mm-hmm. which I got when I was in high school and I ran indoor track like a goober. <laughs> um, and I picked it up to think I was a cool guy. Uh-huh. And he he did exactly that. He was sitting at, like, at the table and he walked up to me and he was like, Hey, you know, did you go to West Point? And I, you know, I and I told him I was like, no, no, I got the shirt, you know, when I ran track, blah blah. blah. He's like, oh, I was just wondering because I I grew up there, mm-hmm. um, and we we talked for a couple seconds, but it was it was pretty clear he was trying to work the conversation to find out more about me, if you will, right? Um, and again, I I wasn't interested in that, if you will. It's gonna be a little flattering, though. Right. I was actually more of like. The like the guy was not com- he didn't he didn't have a he had a good approach mm-hmm. he was taking a chance you can tell he was coming out of his comfort zone right he was taking a chance and he did it respectfully and maturely mm-hmm. and it was something that like man if I lived here I would try I would be friends with that guy You're right he seemed like a cool dude uh-huh. he's he was from the New York area um he knew about West Point like he knew a good amount about West Point and the campus and the history and all that stuff um and he seemed like and he was wearing like a like a baseball hat. I forgot what team it was. Um, but now if I wanted a friend, I could be like, oh, this guy likes, likes right, baseball. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. He's pro-military. Um, he's from the New York, like Northeast area. Yeah, you have a lot of common. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we can, you know, we could talk about that stuff. Sure. Um, but I'm leaving, so. Yeah. Um, I wasn't there for that. And you weren't around for that. But I, like, that was, a that, I appreciated that. And again, it kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier. It was like, I saw you doing that. I was a little bit mad at myself. I was a lot mad at myself where I should have just walked away. <laughs> no. I, well, look, again, I'm like Venom with Tony Rigatoni. 
when when Tony Riggs comes out, like I was mid conversation, <laughs> you did like stiff arm. <laughs> well, I heard kids. <laughs> I was like, wait, six kids? Hello! <laughs> I was gonna give her my business card right there. But um, yeah, I felt bad about that. But nah, I did nah. like appreciate that you were just like, this is how I'm gonna get better at whatever it is I'm doing. Right. Um, and that's like. You know, we could kind of tie all back together. That's what we, I like to try to do here. Yeah, yeah, part of the things the I LBDS. enjoy here mm-hmm. is in the LPDS is if we can teach some lessons and have a good time doing it. Mm-hmm. All about it, and I yeah. think there was a lesson there to be to be to be taught or learned uh, from that encounter. So, yeah. um, whether you know, regardless of how it ends up, maybe you make a friend. Yeah, you go back there, you keep talking. Uh, the, all the bartenders and people working there were super nice and friendly, mm-hmm. um, helping us out, figure out like drinks and stuff. Um, so far this whole area has been kind of like that. Oh, it's been, yeah. I, I picked a good spot. I ended up. Oh, definitely uh, for sure. Know. Um, and we went to that one breakfast spot this morning mm-hmm. and it was the same thing. Now we thought maybe because we look, we were definitely outsiders in this breakfast place. Right. Um, they, they could tell we were out of towners and new, new right. to the game. Uh-huh. Um, so at first we thought like they were being nice to try to like nicely push us out like hey like we got a plenty of regulars here that are are making us profits hand over fist we don't need you two jabronis like screwing up the success yeah. here eating your chicken and waffles for an hour yeah taking taking all the time that was me obviously yeah <laughs> um, but it was really they were just being ni- like good people oh yeah they were awesome everyone was super nice and helpful mm-hmm. they were making sure we knew the situation it was kind of a um, a unique uh, place where it's sort of like the soup Nazi. I was just getting ready to say, yeah. But not angry. Yeah, right, right. They expect you to be on it like that. Right, because they're so popular, there's a line out the door from this breakfast joint every day. Right. Weekdays, weekends. I'm with that at 10.30. It's not even breakfast. I mean, it's breakfast, but it's, you know. Right, and there was still a line out the door. Yeah, on Thursday. Right, and they're trying to get people to... Enjoy their time, enjoy their food, so they come back. But also, they gotta get, they gotta pump these people yeah. through, so they're not waiting in line all day in the hot Houston heat. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they were very helpful. Of like, hey, here's what you gotta do: scan the barcode, figure out what you want. Now you're gonna be here for a little bit, so that when you go to your order, you know what you want. And you're not holding up everybody, mm-hmm. and uh, everyone can enjoy their time. and uh, And it was great. So again, the kind of everybody's been very friendly and accepting mm-hmm. of. Two new idiots. Yeah. Now you go into New York City and you and you're a new guy. Oh yeah, yeah. Get the fuck out of my way. If you don't immediately have it figured out, right? I mean, you're they're kicking you right into the gutter. Yeah. And they don't even they won't even care about it. So um, this is that's very cool that this place is like that. And it's and it's like in my head, I was like, damn, I wish I was moving here now. Well, uh, because it's a cool spot. I got uh, you know open invitation. Yeah. Well, maybe one. Crazy Carol and JPL three. No man, just get them to move down. They they seem like reasonable people. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, they won't they won't leave their grandkids up in New Jersey to come down here to live with us two meals. But I'll ask them. Yeah. Hey, listen, that's that's the you gotta develop some sort of uh, rapport. Rapport you know? with them. Yeah, I can't. I I'll never know for sure unless yeah, I ask the question. You gotta you gotta do the stair step approach. I do. Yeah. So maybe I'll just ask how they're doing. Yeah. yeah. Start and, with that. Yeah. Ask them the time. I think it was. Yeah, that's a good one too. Yeah. And then uh, maybe I'll wait for the winter. Yeah, yeah. Like, when you they're know where miserable. it's not cold. Like, hey, just to let you know. Yeah. It's warm in other places of the country all the time. Right. But my actually, my mother hates the heat. I, 
she might be allergic to it. I don't know if that's a thing. Uh, it's not a thing. But Maybe. so I mean, I you're thought, allergic to the sun. Everybody in a so sense. So I thought she was crazy. I still think she's crazy for other reasons. Uh-huh. But she kept blabbering on on the phone every Sunday. You know, every time it gets hot out. And I walk outside for for ten seconds, and I and I'm in shambles, and this and that, and then I was like, I was like, listen, old lady, like that's not a thing, blah blah, whatever. But sure as shit, you walk outside with her, and within minutes, she's like rashing up, not sunburn, but like a rash. Her face is all flushed. It's almost like she has one giant hive on oh, her, shit. like she got stung by a giant bee. Uh-huh. And I was like. Hey, you might be allergic to the yeah. heat. Like uh-huh. it's not the sun; it's like the hot temperature. Like at, over a certain temperature, I don't think that's a real thing. I hope somebody who's listening is a doctor. Yeah, and probably can, not. It could shut me up. Doubt it. I seriously doubt you have a yeah. doctor in the house. I don't think so either. But it's very unique to see. Yeah. Now I still think she bitches about it too much uh, because she's a crazy lady. Or maybe she like before she's about to go outside, she eats something that she's actually allergic to. So you'd be like, look at this. I'm in shambles. I got to yeah. go back inside. Yeah. She eats like some weird dark chocolate thing that she loves to munch on before. Like, Oh, I got to eat my chocolate before I leave. All right. And then every time she goes outside, <laughs> it's really that. And she, she doesn't, she can't put two and two together or she just wants to go back inside and fuck you guys. Yeah. It could be. I, she's not that she's no. not that. No, no, because, um, because she's a crazy person. Yeah. She is not. She's not that that cunning. I mean, she might be though, because she has been watching the uh, the ID channel and Lifetime for years, uh-huh. and all those shows are pretty much like how to kill your husband without him knowing, yeah. and getting away with it, and all that shit. So she's been wa- she's been taking notes. So maybe that's her stair step approach of like, yeah, I'll see if I can get away with this lie. And then I'll start putting, you know, antifreeze in the soup. Right. In well, the pasta vazul until they... If that's her end goal, she's really talked to, to Howie, my dad, because he's got that thing figured out. He he wrote the manual on getting out of shit. Oh, did he? Oh, my God. I thought you were going to say on how to kill your spouse without them knowing. No. I was like, do we have to, do we have, to have a separate conversation? Are you kidding me? My dad couldn't get out of his recliner to kill his wife. <laughs> he, he is locked in there oh, for life man. right now. Yep. But that's really funny. Um we got some calls. Well, we got some feedback, if you will, some okay. questions for you. Okay. Because you're the special guest in your own home. Uh-huh. I figured we could take that. Let's and do it. We can kind of get out of here or whatever okay. you want to do. Mm-hmm. So um, we got a comment here from the Instagrams from this guy right here. And this guy asks a uh, simple question. Um, personal preference for you. Do you prefer regular or double-stuffed Oreos? <laughs> All right. Well, there is a... Uh I think I know. There's got to be a story behind this. I, knowing this guy, this guy right here, he's a good fellow. We played ball with top him. Top tier guy. He's a top top tier guy. He's um he's on TV nowadays. Rookinson Cano, as I, I like to call him. Yeah, he is. Um, swell. He comes from a long line of swell people. Yep. Um, a very uh, I don't. What's a good just a good word? On. He's not a smooth guy, but he's a good guy. Yeah, don't, he's not smooth. I mean, I don't want to say smooth. I didn't want to say feminine, but I meant like a clean cut. Clean cut. That's a, that's what I went. Or you could just say he's a nice guy. He is that too. Yeah. Also, clean cut. <laughs> anyway, there's got to be a story behind this. Yeah, though. there's an inside joke to that. Um, I think I'm just going to answer that one straight up, though. Well, what is it? I mean, obviously, it's double stuffed Oreos, right? You can't. Yeah, you can't not pick double stuff. Single stuff. That isn't even. 
that's not even a cookie anymore. No. I mean, I don't even at this point now that they've come out with the mega stuff. That's like two double stuffs put together. Yeah, and it's you know I haven't now, tried the mega stuff. Yet. Yeah, I mean it's it's incredible. I don't yeah. even I, I don't even can't even do the double stuff anymore. I, I I still go double. Yeah, only because that's the only, that's all I know. Fun fact: I don't know if I mentioned this ever before, but my my mother, Crazy Carol, used to work for Nabisco, mm-hmm. which is a company that um, owns Oreos or puts them out or whatever. Um, so it, it was really like Kraft Nabisco, and then it became some other company, parent company or whatever. Mm-hmm. But she used to be a taste tester. A taste tester. Yeah, she got this job by literally like looking at a classified ad in the newspaper mm-hmm. and applying. Yeah, and then she got it. She worked there for years. In fact, she like was the one who wrote, typed up the reports that they would have after they would taste something. They have to write about how bitter, the sweetness, the sourness, the you know, all that stuff. Uh, full reports that she had to write. I've never met Crazy Carol before, nor do I know anything about this job as taste testing. But I just imagine a very angry woman at an assembly line where the cookies come out one at a time, and she just takes a bite out of each one like crap, garbage, crap. Nah, this one's okay. Put it in. You <laughs> no, know, not, circulate it. It's not like it was not a conveyor belt. They actually sat down on a pan, like a table, and they would sit there ex- all day and taste this shit. Uh-huh. Um, it was actually not as fun as you would think because you can't. You don't really eat the food. You you chew on it, and then you spit it out, and you wash your mouth out. Uh-huh. Um, but one of the perks of the of the job was that anything that they were tasting, uh, all the like um, test experiment packages, uh-huh. she got to bring home with her. Ooh. So we were taking double stuffed Oreos to school you were swimming. months before that they were even a thing. Uh-huh. And people didn't know what like they were. That was the only thing that made me cool in school ever. Was you had the the down low on the snacks? Yeah, and it came in like it came in the Oreo package, but it was just a silver um, package. It wasn't the blue. They didn't like dub a, it double stuffed yet. They didn't have a name. No, it just said. I think it said Oreo double stuffed that they put on a stamp, like okay. test number eight seven two six five. Yeah, yeah. And that was it. And I would just bring those to school. Yeah, and we were the. That was the only thing that made me cool. And then three weeks later, Nabisco came out with, we fucked that batch up. Don't circulate that. Yeah, and you're going to grow a giant nose. Yeah. <laughs> now I look like I'm, when I do the back struggle, I look like a shark in the water. <laughs> so thanks a lot, Nabisco. Yeah, thanks a lot. Uh, but double stuff. Short answer. Oh, without, without question. That's, yeah, that's so, not even a thing. Thank you for your feedback, and that was a, that was a good question. And then we have one um, call in from the hotline. So I'm going to try to pop this up here. I'm sure I'm going to mess it up. I apologize. The previous episode from last week, episode 110, I I dorked up the audio. I don't know exactly know what I did wrong because I thought I did everything right, but it was super quiet. You couldn't understand it. I'm, hey, this is the show, folks. Yeah, that's it. These are the listen jokes. to or take it somewhere else. Or don't listen, yeah. And apparently but most of you listen. are not listening. So, yeah. But anyway, um, so let's take this call right here real quick. Hi there, a uh, long time, first time. Uh, I'm just calling uh, to inquire about the creature. Um, I want to know the best uh, laundry crew story. I know there's a bunch out there, and I've heard a bunch. So I want either one. Actually, no, I want two stories. I want one that is not often told, so something new that I, that I haven't heard. And then I want something that uh, uh, is a classic um, and one of the best, one of the staples, if you will, and I will. So uh, that's that's my submission. I want to hear from you. Thanks for taking the call. All right. Well, 
another smooth guy. Another real smooth guy, a real yeah. wet sort of feline type of guy. Yeah. Um, good guy as well, mm-hmm. the wet cat right there with that question. Um, I'm trying to think of stories that we haven't talked about or people don't know about from our laundry crew days. Yeah, I think the problem is is anything's worth telling that's already been told. Yeah, and we've told most of them on the show already yeah. between our episodes and any other Yeah, the staple that- the staple story will be easy. I'm trying to think of one that we haven't told yet though. Yeah. I, I mean, we can pull, you know, the, the, the curtain back here. The laundry crew wasn't crazy exciting. Yeah, uh, yeah. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Most of the time, we just did laundry yeah. for 40 dudes. For 40 guys. We cleaned 40 jock straps and scrubbed them with brushes, <laughs> and we were miserable. We just found anything we could do to not think about us handling sweaty Florida jock straps of yeah. disgusting dudes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a tough time uh, for both of us in our lives. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. By the way, I, I mean, I think we talked about this in the last episode, too. Like, man, were, were we underappreciated for the job that we did, too? Uh, I'll say. And, and I don't blame Skip because, again, smooth. Smooth guy. Smooth guy. <laughs> yeah. I don't blame Skip for that. That's Embry Riddle's fault. Thanks a lot, Embry Riddle. Thanks a lot, for sure. I mean, I don't I want to talk about that. Yeah. But the fact that they didn't have the ability to provide uh, scholarship money, like, when they gave out "quote unquote" full scholarships, it didn't even cover like half the tuition at right. the school. Yeah, yeah. So you think they're going to give money to guys who are just doing laundry only? Right. And the, the thing is, is like you know, we we joke about our time in, in the laundry crew, but that was a real job. I mean, we did yes. work, uh, and it, it wasn't work. and it, and it wasn't you know pounding at a keyboard at a desk all day. It was no. some shitty. Work. It was real manual labor, and yeah. it was not like a side thing. It was oh, hours yeah. a day. I spent more time doing laundry than I did playing baseball. Well, I know I certainly did. <laughs> at least, you, at least you pitch. You have like the I I, I don't know. I, I keep saying this. I don't know if it's true, but you have like the record for one of the best ERAs in school history for for a, a multi for not a four year guy for like a I, even though I was three years, I'm categorized under two years, yeah. I guess. So for but in that category, yeah, yeah. So you got your you got some time in there and some good time. It was mostly mop up crew. Yeah, thanks a lot, you, Skip. Yeah, <laughs> but then you still had to do laundry crew. Thanks a lot, Corey Davids. Yeah, we told that story already. Yeah, the and uh, public enemy number one of the LPDS. Yeah. Um, but it was tough work. And but I just uh, there was all there was not a lot a ton of good stories like really f- super funny. Yeah, memorable it, stories. It was, we really grinding it out. I mean, it was. Uh, oof. Yeah, I mean, it was a lot of, like, little stuff that we'd probably come up with, like, uh, I don't even know, just a bunch of inside jokes I don't even think your audience would find entertaining. Yeah, I don't even remember some of them either. We played a lot of basketball while we were waiting for laundry to, to wash. Uh-huh. Um, so we had some fun playing some pickup games and getting getting kind of aggressive there. Yeah. Um, we can make up a story. Like, I, I feel like we could have made up a story. Yeah, I mean, that's the best like, part of the question is is it's, it's a story he's never heard of. So we could right. literally say... Yeah, he wasn't there. That one time Marissa Tomei uh, decided that she wanted to do laundry with us. She was in town. Yeah, she said that we had to do it topless. We had a D-shirt. <laughs> yeah. And we did. Yeah, yeah. And and you had to rub her feet, uh, which was very hard for you. Yeah, I but, threw up after, but yeah. not during. And and he no one would ever know. Yeah, the only person that would have been able to call us out is David's, 
And let's be honest, he's not going to call us out because then we could call him on all the stories that he's been making up in his multiverse. Tell me one story that he's made up. One story? Just one. How about his time on the Cubs? What about his time on the Cubs? I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs> you, Anybody who knows the public enemy number one could go ask him about that, that story. Yeah, yeah. Except they're going to hear his version of the story. Yeah, then they could come back once they get that version first. Yeah. Because it, it's wildly different from the truth. <laughs> but he'll never listen to this, so nah, we'll he's be good definitely to go. not listen to this. Yeah, so I don't, know of any, I don't know of any real stories that he hasn't heard. Yeah, I'm, I'm really trying to rack my brain. That is, that is a difficult question. Um not a lot happened. I yeah. mean, really, it really wasn't a lot. Especially, I think Phil, towards like the middle to the very end, he was there for a lot of it too. Yeah, he did help out he, a lot at the end. Yeah, he was there to you know shoot hoops with us and hang out and a little bit. So yeah, just thinking. I I mean, maybe I could leave something in the comments after, but I can't think of a story he hasn't heard yet. No, I don't think so either. Um, the only other thing I maybe can think of is um, when I finally did get offered some sort of like scholarship really was like a stipend. Mm -hmm. um, I was told that it was going to be like $1,500 over two semesters. Uh -huh. And they only had 500 hours to give me the first semester. Yeah. So they gave me the little contract. First, the, my name was wrong. They put Sarge on it, Sarge <laughs> Libretti, because that's my nickname. And I was like, this is not my name. And he's like, oh, shit. And he had to go redo the contract. Uh -huh. And then spring semester comes up and I get the, oh, by the way, I don't have the thousand dollars to to give you the rest of the money, so that's it. Like that's, that, it. that's it. See see out there on the field. Like that, that was it. And I probably so, won't. Yeah, yeah. You'll see me in the dugout. <laughs> um, but that's about it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but five hundred dollars, and we're talking. I don't know conservatively, it's just so I don't go overboard. Ten to fifteen hours a week. Over the course of, I mean, we're talking nah, probably more than that. More than that, we're talking at least. Practice, it was a little easier. We're yeah, talking maybe like just, an hour, mm -hmm. probably two hours a day during practices, and then up to four to six uh, game Yeah, so nights. I'm like drastically over underestimating. It was way more. Yeah, yeah so we're, I mean, we're, it was pushing almost like, like mid 20s, hours, 20, yeah, 30, 30 hours yeah. a week. And you got $500 for the entire semester. Yeah, three months. Yeah. So, yikes. That's called slave labor. Yeah. And that's, that's China. That's yeah. Nike. So, um, hey, they got away with one. Yeah, they, uh, here we are. <laughs> yeah. We're still alive. <laughs> still alive and thriving, yeah. as they say. But unfortunately, storyless. Story <laughs> Probably because we are so fucking pissed off while we were doing it. We were just shit-talking every motherfucker who had a dirty uniform. Yeah, who had left something in there. Gum. Yeah. Grass stains when they don't play. Yeah. I mean, I, I, my uniform was never dirty if I didn't play. Right. So it was mostly clean. Uh -huh. Most of the time, you had to do a quick like spray of Febreze on, and that was good to go. Maybe that's a story. Um, like if you were a guy who didn't play, did we even wash your uniform? Like that's probably you know we probably only just... a couple of the guys that we already talked about the the Dave Bellardes <laughs> who did the gra the slide in the grass. Yeah. Uh, during uh pre-game batting practice, uh -huh. and then uh, the Hummel leaving gum in his pocket because we know that guy didn't play. Right. And he left a pack of gum in his... Who's carrying a pack of gum? Well, no, no, no. It wasn't a pack of gum. It was those little um, baseball... What's the brand? 
Um, Hubba like, Bubba? Devil Bubba? Yeah, the ones that come in the small wrappers or single piece. He had like yeah. 12 of them. It yeah, wasn't a pack. Whole, they were individual. Yeah, right, right. yeah, yeah. In his, in his back pocket, mm-hmm. and he left them there. Right. And we talked, I think we talked about that. We did that. talk about yeah. that, yeah. Uh, that's it. Those are the those are the uniforms we had to wash for the non-players. Everybody yeah. else, they got a quick I, I, spritz. Maybe like, I think we just threw them back on the hoop. We don't have time for that shit. No, back get get back on there. Like yeah, yeah. you wear deodorant for the doubleheader. <laughs> like, yeah. we'll wash it after. Right. But um, for like the mainstay stories, I think everybody knows it's probably the big story, the like the most the cheese story. The, the cheese origin. story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we did yeah. tell that on my origin story. Uh, but that is that's the staple for sure. Yeah, that's the laundry story. And if you um, don't remember that, go back and check out the episode with with the creature from like a year plus ago. Yeah, it was I'll like, post the um, I'll post the link up here on the YouTube's uh, mm-hmm. to go check it out. I don't even remember what episode number it yeah, was. Yeah, it wasn't that exciting. But to answer I, the question, it was it was one of my favorite episodes. You well, said I mean, it wasn't that's, exciting. That story. No, 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 no. That episode was great. I loved. I, oh. I, loved it. I wouldn't. You know carve out time of your day like i better find out that story you know? i would it's a great story <laughs> i'm not gonna tell it here i'm gonna make you go over to the yeah. episode it's a great get you story. some more hits on the a, uh on the ad read and then yeah yeah get a couple more cents it's, in it's there. a good business but uh, that story is a top tier story yeah i say cheese when we're talking about dip all over the place yeah. exclusively and then the 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 legend has continued on mm-hmm. i have people at work that I only know from the military that mm-hmm. have never met you, never played sports or whatever, or didn't certainly didn't play baseball, and they call it cheese now because of that story. Yeah, it's spread nationwide. Oh, I got everybody. You know, Florida. That's where I just left. Everybody in that facility. That's what they call it. Cheesing up. Uh huh. So it's a good story. It's a good story. Trust me, it's a good story. Yeah. So Nick good Cage might out. star in it. He might. Imagine that. He likes to work. He does like to work. Yeah. And I will write the script for him. Yeah, well, he, you know, you kind of just set the stage for him. You let him be Nick Cage and, you know, you give him some creative uh Imagine freedom. his version of, like, you. Would he play me? Or That's play? the craziest part. Yeah, who would he play? He could play all of them. He could do, like, a... Yeah, yeah, yeah like, a, like a nutty professor sort of situation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that'd be great. What a dream that would be. Uh-huh. Uh, but anyway, thanks for the call in. Uh, thanks for calling the hotline. Don't forget, guys, call the hotline for anything. It could be questions for guests. It could be random thoughts, uh, whatever you want. Uh, 202-670-1114. That's 1114. Uh, call it in. Uh, I like listening to them. That was a good question. So thanks, uh, Wet Cat, for your, for your feedback there. Um, you got anything else, man? I think we nailed it. Yeah, we've been going for a little while. Yeah. An hour and 20 minutes or something Yikes. here. So. And we, like I said, we just turned the mics on just... Let it rip. I thought it was going to be 30 minutes and done. Yeah, it kind of went fast, yeah. uh, as they usually do. But before we go, real quick, got to bust out the big three mm-hmm. uh, for the LPDS universe and the junction um, to be a better, like the pillars to be a better, happier, less stressful person. Number one, exercise every day. Uh, that's something we've been doing. We haven't been working out like in the gym every day, but we're getting our steps in at every least 10,000 every mm-hmm. day. It's very simple. We just go for a walk. That's it. Um, so do that. You'll feel better about yourselves. You'll be a better, uh, person, healthier person, physically, mentally, and emotionally. Uh, number two, the hardest one to do is to not be a shitty person. Mm-hmm. Um, real quick story on that. The bone crusher sent me an Instagram post earlier in the week. Um, it was about this guy from Maryland who's supposedly an actor. I never heard of him before, but he grew up in Maryland and he recently just had, um, 
heightening surgery. I think they call it like uh, limb lengthening surgery, where essentially he he's he got surgery done to be taller. Mm-hmm. He's a short guy, and he was he was claiming that um, casting directors were saying that he wasn't getting roles because he wasn't tall enough for the role. Uh, and he was getting a lot of shit for, it, and he always wanted. He said he always wanted to do something about it, um, which doesn't make sense when you have height. But I guess he's doing something about it. So. Yeah. But in the comments of this post, ooh, I mean, people they, were they let him have it. wearing him out. Yeah. Uh, I, one guy said, because well, the the caption was like, "This guy grew up in in Maryland, and he's an actor now, big timer." It was a Maryland a specific Instagram. Uh, profile mm-hmm. and like one of the first comment up there and the guy was like I wouldn't say he grew up anywhere <laughs> <laughs> uh, but kind of I felt bad like some of the shit was funny but at the end of the day this guy <clears throat> excuse me who's putting himself out there uh, being kind of vulnerable letting people know like I got I was so kind of depressed by this shit mm-hmm. and it was consuming me that I had to do something about it and right. I did this and you can hate on me all you want, but this is what this is what I chose to do to kind of be happier with myself. Right. Uh, he put himself out there, and he's got he's been getting worn out. Yeah. Um. Again, I don't know who this guy is. He's he doesn't have a lot of followers on Instagram. Um. He's gonna be shoelacing it up pretty soon. Yeah. Well, luckily for him, he's taller now, so it's gonna be a little harder yeah. for him to get to the laces. Right. So maybe he'll have a little more time to think through that and not do that. Yeah. I mean, he probably wears like size six, so the shoelaces, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's not a lot of lace going on, <laughs> but um, in all seriousness, this like people were wearing this poor bastard out, yeah. and it, and again, some of it was funny, but it was like this guy has to sit and wear that if he's reading these comments. Oh, he's not. These are like all you're getting is hate, 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 mm-hmm. um, and it's it's so easy to just see that and want to make a joke or fire off a shit talk and be like, who who the hell you know who cares about this guy? Yeah. He's an idiot for doing whatever he did or whatever it might be. Um, but we want you to take that step back mm-hmm. and not be that shitty person, not fire off that, that, you know, that text message, tough guy, whatever it is, uh, because that's a, that's a human being on the other side, mm-hmm. uh, who's going through some shit and he tried to open up about it. Um, and how would you feel if that happened to you? If you actually were vulnerable and then someone's ripping you to shreds? Yeah. It's not a good feeling. Sure. So uh, think about that before you do that stuff. Not you specifically. I would never do that. I know you wouldn't. Um, <laughs> Under any circumstance. Right. Uh, and the third ever. thing. <laughs> ever. The third thing, the most important one, uh, be genuinely thankful and grateful for all the good you have in your lives. Like this. A perfect example. Being able to to come out here and share a week with, with my brother. Mm-hmm. Um, couldn't be more grateful and thankful oh, for that. I, I couldn't believe that you were willing to do it, man. I really appreciate it. Yeah, it was awesome. So um, anything you have that's good in your lives, uh Focus on that. Think about that, and um, and how you know. Be thankful for it. Be genuinely thankful for it, and understand that people don't have that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, the bum across the street, like, doesn't have that shit for whatever you know. Whatever his problems, he's got. Oh, he's missing with. Uh, step two in the big three too. Yeah, that guy is a little different. And again, I can I can empathize with sure, why he yeah, might yeah. get angry so fast with people because uh-huh. he did get angry at us. Very angry. Um, but. That's a story for another day, yeah. I think. Um, but he doesn't have toilet. <laughs> you know, we have it. <laughs> we got two toilets. So uh, things like that, little things that see, that you kind of take for granted usually, 
Uh, think, take the step back and think about it. So that's it. That's the big three. Now that's all I got. I think we hit everything. You got anything you want to plug? Don't even try finding me. You'll never do it. You probably will. Do it'll it never happen. Tag you and stuff. But, yeah, you'll uh, never find me. Yeah, but thank you again for uh, being on the show and allowing us to do it here in the dungeon. Glad to be here. Hopefully, uh, it won't be another year before I'm on the show again. Yeah, hopefully. I gotta again. steal that belt. I mean, I, I know it's the- I know it's between Crusher and Sticks, but I gotta get my I gotta get my name in there. Yeah, well, Sticks is. Um, Listen, just, you're competitive. You're yeah, competitive yeah, this year. Yeah, Don't worry. Okay. Yeah. Six is a good guy. Oh, he's top tier. He's, he's hilarious, guy. dude. <laughs> yeah. Um, but thank you again. Uh, thank you, guys. Don't forget, we still got some tank tops. Uh, both of us were actually sporting the LPDS tank tops today. Um, hit the hotline, 202-670-1114. Uh, DM, message me, email me, uh, whatever you want to do. Like, subscribe, tell your friends, all that, all that shit. Do whatever you got to do. Um, I like to see the feedback. So selfishly speaking, the more you submit to me, the better, the, the happier I am, um, and then the better I can be for you guys. So uh, thank you guys again. I love you all. Stay strong.